This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. He's Sean Shapiro of EP Ringside and of Shap Shots, covers the NHL and uh, is a great NHL and star's brain. I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan, and you're listening to Spits and Suds, the Monday edition as the stars with a big comeback and take a point in overtime against Minnesota. So, Sean, I saw it through two periods yesterday, and you know this is kind of one of my, you know, talking points with this Dallas Stars team, I still believe as we make it toward the playoffs, when the shrink, when the uh, ice gets smaller, that I think this team struggles against heavier teams. Um, are you with me on that, or is it too early to tell? Um, I'm still, like, when someone shows you something, when a team shows you something, and they have been pushed around a little bit, they got... Um, the matchups with Winnipeg have not been, for example, Winnipeg has had their way with Dallas this year, particularly in that game in Winnipeg. Um, I don't know if it's heavier teams. Um, I, I get what you're saying on it, but I, 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 the question for me is, is it heavier or is it something where this Dallas team and the players, not so much the coaches, but the players who have been used to playing a more, defensive structure and have been had been programmed that way for about four or five years where if they get they get into that mindset if they have to match the other team's style and they're not built to match that style when they need to just play their own game so i don't know if it's 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 an interesting theory i don't know if it's just getting pushed around and they don't have enough physicality and they're not heavy enough or if they get too easily roped into playing against a defensive team in the way the defensive team wants to play. I'm not sure which one it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, and I'm, t- I think it's too early, frankly, to be worried about it. I think it's, I think it's a space where I think in a playoff series, I think you're going to have a little more focus. If it's the focus getting roped into another team's system, I think the stars will be more focused up and then I don't think it's as much of an issue. And I think they'll be, fine in the in, in a playoff series because it's hard not to be focused on that if it's the heavier 
they're getting pushed around by a heavier team and all of that. I have a little bit of a concern, but my concern becomes more of how do you fix it from within? How do you, how do you, how, how do you fix it from within? I don't want you, I want you to build this group to be ready for that. I don't want you to have to go out and get someone to fix the problem. I'd like to see you build this team from within you build the mentality around, okay, we're going to be ready for that without having to go spend an asset to go get a piece. I, if I'm going to go get a piece, I want to go get Gustav Nyquist, right? I, I, I want to go get another goal scorer. I don't want to go get another, I, I want, I don't want to go get another uh, physical player. I want to be able to build that from within. And that's the way I think about this. Okay. Uh, so let's move on to Toronto. Yeah. Two of the hottest teams in the NHL matching up tomorrow night. It's a terrific affair at uh, the AAC. Uh, Toronto, after kind of a slow start where there were some questions, now has gelled together. Um, pretty much after the Austin Matthews no fight situation, it seems like they, you know, came together. Um, uh, boy, you know, they're tough. I personally feel as though, you know, and people say this every year, but I think this might be the year that uh, Toronto gets past the first round. I mean, remains to be seen until until they can. But I, I'm telling you, like, I was just in Vegas, and I was like, man, like, I really like Toronto. I, I like their lineup. I like their vet presence along with some young kids. Um, so, you know, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. How can the Stars and how do they fare matchup-wise against Toronto? Yeah, I mean, it should be an exciting game. Like, I think it's two teams that, a, you talk about two teams that are playing really well, and you talk about two of the. It's the first time I, I looked this up earlier today. It's the first time in uh, NHL history where you have two players playing against each other with 18 plus point streaks, and obviously Mitch Marner's at a 19 game point streak, and Robertson's at an 18 game point streak. So you're talking about two teams on incredible hot streaks, but two players on even hotter streaks, and it's like I, I look at Toronto and I look at the way they play and I look at the way things go, and obviously the first time in Toronto. It was a game that the younger Robertson brother kind of stole the show. And it's, I, I think this could be fun hockey. I think this could be up and down. I think it's going to be, it's going to be a space where I think you could see a good amount of goals. Um, and you look at the Maple Leafs and I know you talk about them getting past the second round. I just always worry about them, them getting past the second round. The issue becomes they're going to have to face Andre Vasilevsky and they have yep. Matt Murray in goal. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and that's, the, that's the issue for Toronto is I look, <laughs> at the, I look at the back end and I'm like, I don't see the issue is just the matchup they're going to be stuck in. And that's nothing against how they're doing this season. It's just overly thinking ahead on things. Um, I Marner right now is, and I think this is something where people, you're, if you're going to be at the game, it's one of those where if, if, if you're going to the game and you want to ISO up on watching one or two players just try to and they probably won't be on the ice against each other that much especially with dallas having the last change so if you just want just watch marner and just watch robertson like it's kind of one of those games where if you're going i'd say like hey do it do it do a favor to yourself just with how well both of those guys are playing right now just kind of just focus on both those guys and see how they do every single shift i, I earlier today i was going through a bunch of robertson's goals from earlier this season and it's amazing just to see the the amount of times he just kind of drifts kind of swivels, does little things that look like they're not connected, and then bang, it's a goal. And Marner, a little bit more 
energized, a little bit more active, but also very similar in its positional awareness. So if you're going to the game, take take a period, take a full game, just try to focus on those two guys when they're on the ice and you'll just just appreciate it because I think it's something that doesn't come around that often, especially when you got two guys with these types of type of point streaks going ahead to head. That would be what I would be most looking forward to if I was going to that game in person tomorrow. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all wheel drive and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The other thing is Nick Robertson will likely be in the lineup due to injury with Toronto, so he's been getting regular playing time. So we'll have two brothers on the ice. That's always cool to see in hockey. So Nick and Jason Robertson. So Mom Robertson will have to uh, root for both uh, to, to play well. So... It's so, yeah. uh, always always cool, and uh, you know Nick has shown a lot of good flashes uh, for Toronto, but tough to crack that uh, Maple Leafs uh, lineup. So you have yeah. mentioned a couple things, Sean, in this podcast, and I was going to surprise you okay. with <laughs> a brand new short segment as we end today, and okay. it's called Rapid Fire because you're a goalie and you're about to go okay. off the ice, and that's when everyone just you know, takes their slap shots, and then you uh, leave the ice first. It's because, of course, Sean Shapiro is getting the start tonight. So let's start with the Dallas Stars-Toronto Maple Leafs question. Sean Shapiro, which pair would you rather have, Matthews Marner or Hintz Robertson? Ooh. Um, I'm going to have – am I, am I going in a vacuum or going with current contracts? <laughs> Man, this is your segment. You can go wherever you want. <laughs> uh, I'm going with the, uh, the I'm going with Hintz Robertson based okay. off the contracts. It's okay, pretty, it's pretty it's pretty close, but I'm going with Hintz Robertson based off the contracts. I think uh, Matthews. Uh, I think Matthews Robertson. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch them together in the Olympics in 2026. Hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. I will say this, uh, experience wise, and more consistency. Not that Hintz and Robertson yeah. can't do it, but they have not done it with the consistency of. Matthews and Marner, but yeah. the fact that we're comparing two Dallas Stars against Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, that's a very good sign for the Dallas Stars' future. Yes, Okay, just over a quarter of the season uh, done. Sean Shapiro, best division in hockey. Best division in hockey. Um, let's go with, hmm, I would say... Let's you know what I'm actually going to go with the central just from the depth of it. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm always I've been a and I know the best team right now is Boston at twenty three at twenty and three. New Jersey's twenty four and one. I know you have in the Atlantic in the Metro you have probably the top teams, but the central right now you look at the between Dallas, Winnipeg, Minnesota, even even in Colorado and Nashville. Like I I know it's just such a stacked division. And I just think it's kind of the depth is bringing the depth of the division is bringing everyone's records down. And I think you're going to see the result of that. Cause I w- would not surprise me. Um, if you see the team, whoever the wildcard team is, if they come from the central, if they potentially come through the Pacific division, I think the central is just that tough with how they beat, how everyone's beating each other up right now. I don't disagree. The Central's really good. Um, I would also throw in a vote for the Metro, even though they don't mm-hmm. have, 
like a couple of dominant teams. Obviously, New Jersey's playing really well. But if you look at the depth and with the New York Rangers sitting at the fifth spot in the Metro Division, that's Capitals yeah. six, Flyers seventh. It's like yeah. they're still decent yeah. teams. So I'll tell you what, if you look at the the Atlantic, the Metro, the Central, I mean, really, you know, the Pacific is, you know, pulling up the rear. Um, but even then, you know, you got the Knights, the Kraken, and the the Kings have 30 points, and then the Oilers. And so it's it, parity has reached the NHL. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I uh, I, I like the I, Seattle is legit too. I like them. It's I think the Pacific is it, it's 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 wild to look at the Pacific right now with the top two teams being the two newest teams in the NHL. But you know what? That's fun at the same time. So Sean Shapiro didn't even know about this segment, and he has brought up the questions in this podcast because the third rapid-fire question is, which one of these teams will fall off? New Jersey, Seattle, which he just mentioned, or the Detroit Red Wings? Uh, I think it's going to be Detroit. I think they are in a spot where... I think they're playing well. I think they have some good structure. I think they're on the right path, but I think they're a little bit, they're ahead of schedule right now. And I think as things continue to average out and as, as things continue to play, I don't think they're going to be sitting in that wild card spot. I think, I think Detroit, I would look at, Hey, playoff team and playoff contention next year. But I think right now is a little bit too early. Um, because they're kind of they're they're not as good in the overall structure and the way they create and as a team that they need to be yet and that's not anything against Derek Lalonde I think Derek Lalonde is actually taking them in the right direction quite quickly I just think Seattle for example is so much better structurally built right now and they're moving in so many ways that I think it just seems more sustainable to me than Detroit and final question as we rapid fire Sean Shapiro. Did you feel when Montreal and Toronto came to town that there was a difference? Is it is it talk about is it similar to the Yankees coming to town? Oh, okay. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um I think there's a difference when you go to Toronto. Like I think there as far as like I from a hockey perspective, of course, you go to Toronto and Montreal, I think it is there is a difference for players just between the the microscope and all the family members and, and all every single Canadian television station is trying to get your guys together to talk and everything like that. Like, I think there's a difference when you go there. I think in today's day and age, I think it's cool for the hockey history buffs like myself when they come to town. But I think for today's player, I think the whole aura of hey it's an original six franchise that's coming to town i think that's not as big of a deal as uh that's not as big of a deal anymore with today's player because these guys you talk about like i mean they didn't it's not like they they can't i mean the nhl when most of these players were born and, and everything like that was already a 26 27 28 team league so um i think for the hockey history buffs, it's fun. I like I like hearing the double anthems before the game. But beyond that, I think it just becomes another game. 